0: Welcome to a special Anime Audio Log audio post. I am Joe, your post-e today, and I'm joined with a special guest. And we have a really fun end-of-year review we're going to do with you two guys today. But first, I'll let my guest introduce himself. Kuro, why don't you go ahead?
1: Hello, people. Hello, Kuro here. I'm the guy, I'm just a nerd, blog on the block.
0: <laughs> so today we're talking about studios, and we're doing an end-of-year review about the best and worst of the studios from 2012. So, some studios had lots of great shows, some studios did terrible no matter what they touched, the other studios did exactly what they normally do, which is neither good nor bad. But first, Kuro, let's start out with what studio we thought was the worst of 2012. So, what studio did you think did the worst job of either adapting or just producing new anime this year?
1: Personally, I think it would be better because comparing it from what they usually produced back and then, and loan output in Nintendo was Medaka Box, which is, you know, uh, base shounen anime stuff. I think it really... I feel it's really a big quality drop, big difference from what they usually produce, and kind of disapp- I'm kind of disappointed by that. Yes, yeah. uh, that's about it. I
0: can see that. I thought Silverlink did a pretty terrible job of things. They had... Uh, Dusk Maiden of Amnesia, which wasn't a great manga, and they did a terrible job of adapting it. They did the I-can't-wait-to-make-love-to-my-brother Have make love to my brother anime, which was, premise alone was terrible enough. And even with Kokoro Connect, where they had a pretty unique premise, it just didn't quite make the cut. It almost seems like they kind of failed in the execution of it. So, I'd have to say Silverlink really just didn't pull it out when they had a good chance to do it.
1: Kokoro Connect was for me, when it comes to the rolling, was kind of decent, although, yeah, I mean, it was pretty wonky, but they did the best of what they can do. Yeah, and I'd have to agree with
0: Gainax, Madaka Box. I mean, choosing that to be uh, to do an adaptation, I mean, the, the manga itself barely makes it in Shonen Jump. And so to try to adapt it, knowing that it was, wasn't was that great, was took a big risk, and I think they definitely failed at doing that. Yeah. So you know what? We've had some uh, some new shows happen this year. What studio do you think had the biggest surprise? Like that came up, and I think we both agree on this. But what studio do you think really yeah. showed something new for us this year, and what they could produce?
1: Uh, I chose to be Octa. And no, I think you th- agree with that.
0: Yeah, definitely. For those who don't know, Octus did Girls on Panzer, and the reason it's the biggest surprise is before this they were definitely more of a shonen-esque type studio. They produced more science or mecha, mechanical-type shonen shows, and so to deviate from that slightly, you know, you have cute girls driving tanks, so it's not too much of a deviation, but I think they executed pretty well on this new, going into this new genre, or new character type for them.
1: Yeah, I agree. Uh, comparing it from what they did with their old stuff, like nothing Kaiser and at all, girls and, girls and Panzer was, you know, it's really quite a shocker and it is really quite an attention together as evident by most of the a bloggers really, really like it. The realism in the tanks. It's pretty awesome.
0: Yeah, so they took a lot of their I would say a lot of their shonen-esque tendencies, you know, paying attention to more of the mechanical detail, applied it to the tanks and stuff. But they introduced kind of this new where they have, they have the whole the Kiwani thing and they've got some cute girls doing cute things at times but they're driving tanks. So it's uh I think it's a good merging of things they did well with with some new elements that they haven't really experimented well experimented with in some of their previous works.
1: Yes, yes. Uh, I think you know it's they got the best of both worlds. You know, Mecha and Moe. I don't. I will not say exactly in of Mecha, but you know they're mechanical. But you know they really, they really, they really they merged those two and they they how they it is really amazing.
0: Yeah, definitely now. Moving kind of forward, some studios did really well, and then, and then with one show and then completely bombed with another. So which well, we're going to talk about which studio had the biggest difference between their hit and their miss? And if you don't mind, I'll start with this one. I thought Eight Bit yeah. really had the biggest difference between hit and miss. So on one end, they have Aquarion Eval, which by a lot of standards was one of the better, one of the top ten animes that came out in 2012. And then at the very end of the year, they come out with Busso. I say that wrong, I'm sorry. Yeah, Buso Shinji, which, uh, it wasn't that good. I, I never finished it. I think I watched one episode and went, eh, it's not even that great. So I thought that was a big difference between uh, an overall hit and an overall miss. So, but you, I think you have mm. a, a different studio in mind for the hit and miss.
1: Yes, yes. Uh, my choice for the difference between hit and miss and the studio would be production IG, because. Looking at their current lineup and looking at their lineup in 2012, uh, they had this Guilty Crown, which is you know terrible, 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 terrible output. And on the other end, they have Kuroko no which is pretty amazing. They did they did the adaptation of the manga really well, and they just made the anime really really enjoyable to watch. They really had a mix of awesome basketball and great adaptation. And looking at Looking at what they're currently are airing, I'd say that Psycho Pass is really almost always almost always one of voted one of the best outputs by production IG. Although we're still, we're still yet to see if they're gonna flop or drop. But with the way Psycho Pass is showing, it's really, really getting awesome. Which is yes. like Mark Cry from Gilly Crown.
0: Definitely, and you know, Production Ig probably could have been one of the better studios this year. If you know, if if you know, pending Psychopaths and Robo Notes finished this year and were both good, but they, you know, for moving from Guilty Crown to some of these other shows was definitely a big difference between their miss and their hit.
1: I'm just I'm just gonna comment about your choice in the studio. The current involves really, really pretty awesome. You know, uh, everybody love it despite. Uh Terabra did produce, it's still awesome, yeah, and, you know, it's, it's like one, it's like, it's on the list of most top 10 to anime. So, was, you know, really, really disappointed for me, because going into that, I was expecting something like, something like an angelier thing, and then I just saw, you know, cute dolls giving, doing cute things, it was just like, ah, terrible, terrible disappointment, and, you know, kind of like episode 3 is slammed it away. Yeah,
0: I didn't even give the show much of a chance. That's how uh, that's how terrible I thought it was. To finish this all off, the best overall performance by a studio. And well, we picked what we think are our three best studios, and then we're gonna runner up. So our runner up studio curl is Production IG. Production IG. You know they've got two great series airing between fall and winter. They had some good hits after their miss. Well, even even though we say Guilty Crown was a definite miss, it definitely had some. It had some beautiful animation. It had some in, needless to say interesting characters, even if the plot was quite uh, quite terrible. But, IG really did have some good stuff that happened this year. So, despite the Guilty Crown flub, definitely our good runner-up. Our number yeah, three, yeah. yeah, our number three this year would be A One Pictures. So A One had things like Magi, Shinsuka Yuri, Suritama. Uh, Space Bros. It, it also had Sword Art Online, but I think their overall, the overall quality of what they produced was definitely up there in comparison to other studios. People say yeah. Sword Art Online may have been a bad show, but it was not as bad as Guilty Crown.
1: Yeah, uh, one thing about Sword Art Online comparison to Guilty Crown is like the quality is like always consistent. And as much as comparing it with Guilty Crown when it comes to the drop, Sword Art Online did Exactly, drop low in comparison to the Guilty Crown and A1's other outputs, which is Space Brothers, Tsuritama, Sekai and Mad- and also the, the kid show, Girls That Are, they're pretty, pretty good. I, for one, am really, really loving Shinsekai Yori and Space Brothers. And yes. Tsuritama Sur- really, really is amazing.
0: Yeah, so I mean, out of the six shows we've got listed here for 2012, only one of them was a miss. The other five were definite hitters. I mean, Suritama was in the top ten as most bloggers voted it this year on Kev on uh, Desu X Mahina. Ex Ex Mahina. You know, yeah, it was in the top ten for that. So IG de- or A1 definitely did a good job. So yes, yeah. number two studio Kuro, it's we've chosen Kiyawani. So so anim-
1: Kyoto Animation.
0: So with Kyoto Animation, we had Hioka and we had Chunibio, which I mean, for only two shows, they did a pretty good job with both. Regardless of you know, some very French, some side opinions there, Chuni did a decent job of combining kind of the cute girls and putting some decent plot behind it, which some people appreciated, some people didn't.
1: Yeah, uh, I really, really like the uh, the social commentary aspect of Chunibyo, which really got me into watching it in the first place. Side opinions aside about the uh, uh, the story, it's pretty good. And there they have Hyoka which is hit or miss output, but for the most part it was really, really okay.
0: Yeah, so despite only producing two anime this year, both of them were definitely pretty good quality shows. I thought Hyoka was beautiful, like in just terms of animation alone was a beautiful show. The characters were very interesting, it was a lot of fun to watch.
1: Yes, yes, and it was really, you know, it was really kind of different for, for KyoAni output because, you know, they focus on the meta of the history plot thing, which, you know, is really, really far apart from, you know, like how he or Keon. It is pretty I'd say decent, pretty decent because, you know, it is a hit or miss. Some people mm-hmm. like it, some people don't. But I still think it's a quality output considering it's KyoAni.
0: Definitely. And then so as we've both decided, the best overall performance by a studio this year, we've both chosen Sunrise. Yes. So Sunrise, Sunrise produced a lot of shows this year. We had shows like Akatsu, which is still running, Horizon in the Middle of Nowhere, Mobile Gundam Age, Bimbo Gamiga, Nietzsche Brothers. I mean, they produced a lot of shows, and most of them of a pretty good or a better quality.
1: Yes. Personally, the best thing that I really love about Sunrise was, you know... What they aired is so irukisiki, because, you know, it's really, really deceptively good, it's surprising. I thought it was just, it just to be another Moe show, show show but no, it was like very, very awesome quality. You know, story, animation, plot, amazing.
0: Now, some some people make a lot of fun of Firebrain. That was definitely a miss by Sunrise. Excel World, I thought, you know, it was definitely fit your shonen genre very well. It had good animation. The female character and male character leads weren't terrible, definitely different than the normal Shonen, enjoyable to watch. I personally am watching Ikatsu, my daughter loves that show. It's a very simple, solid theme show that appeals to, I've seen a a wide range of audiences. Uh, Mobile Suit Gundam Age, a very long running, it had its its ups and downs, overall I thought it could have been a little better, but as a Gundam show, the combination of the animation and the plot definitely made it different and stand out amongst
1: the the gundam franchise yes uh, i agree with gundam age. Uh it's definitely a mess most of uh, gundam fans say is a mess but
0: overall everything is ok so how do you feel about the shows coming into this year do you think we're going to have a better year than 2012 or do you think we're going to be about the same in terms of the quality of shows of 2012 which didn't quite meet up with the spectacular year we had in 2011
1: uh, I don't know about here. Um, I'm watching, as of now, Nekomono which is pretty, pretty awesome. Psychopath and Notes coming in into this year, which is pretty awesome. I'm looking forward to KyoAni's Tamako Market, which is initial release this year. And we have Chihayafu Season 2, which is really, really highly anticipated. So I have a lot of
0: hopes. Sounds good. Well, thank you for joining me today to talk about studios. Uh, thank you for having me in, in this. So, once again, this is Kuro. Kuro, your blog is located at com. I encourage you guys to go visit, check him out, comment, whatever you like to do when you lurk at blogs. And if you have any questions or comments, be sure to comment at the bottom of this post. This is Kuro and Joe Animated signing off. Thanks again, guys.
1: Yeah.